Hey guys, this episode comes straight to you out of Proverbs 31 and 10. Who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies. You are far above your rubies. And in this episode, we will discuss the characteristics of a godly woman, of a virtuous woman, and how that speaks to your life as you are a woman in waiting. Glory be to God. I'm so excited. Let's get into today's episode. Hi guys, it's Tina, your host from Flawed and Free Podcast. I'm excited about today. We're talking about being a virtuous woman. The question is, are you a virtuous woman? Are you a wife in waiting? Are you a virtuous wife? Not just a wife or any wife in waiting, but a virtuous wife. So today, I am here to share with you some tips, some tools, and talk about the characteristics of a virtuous wife. So today, I have a little homework assignment for you as we proceed through today's podcast. I want to know, many of us have heard the saying that beauty is only skin deep, but is it? Is it or is it not? right? Is beauty just on the surface or is it found even beyond the surface in our characteristics, in our qualities that we carry into our relationships? What does it mean to be a virtuous woman? But above all, what does it mean to be a virtuous wife? So I got homework for you today. Not only are we going to talk about that in today's podcast, but I want you at home to come together sometime today, maybe tomorrow, maybe tonight, anytime this week, whenever you feel led by the Holy Spirit to sit with him, I want you to ask yourself a few questions. One question in particular, I want you to write this down. How do you define beauty? How do you define beauty? And then I want you to go and read Proverbs 31. Go read Proverbs 31. And then once you're done answering that question, reading Proverbs 31, I want you to list the characteristics of a Proverbs 31 woman. After you're done listing those characteristics of a Proverbs 31 woman in comparison to scripture, I want you to compare what you wrote in your definition of beauty. And I want you to partner with the Holy Spirit in prayer, right? So I want you to take that list that you got from reading as you have meditated and partnered with Holy Spirit, take those things and take what you did prior to reading that list where you define your idea of beauty. So let's get into today's podcast. So, so, so excited to talk about this topic. Listen, I had something completely different as usual on the schedule 
thinking that God was going to lead me into that direction. But I had a supernatural experience this afternoon and God moved mightily. Hallelujah. God moved mightily. And as he was sharing with me, this wasn't just a word for me. This, I believe, is a word willing and needed that will be shared with all of you, those that are listening on the podcast, those that may be following and watching and may listen later on YouTube. This is for you, sis. This is for you. This is for you. So make sure you like and subscribe, share if you're following and listening from YouTube and tag a friend that you know that is a wife in waiting and looking to prepare in their single season looking to prepare for the man of God that they have been called to as you are readying yourself for the will of God glory be to God so I'm excited to partner with you as we partner with him the Holy Spirit to come to you with some Holy Ghost filled information and I pray that it edifies empowers you uplifts you and encourages you today So I looked up the word virtuous as I'm reading and I'm hearing from the Lord. I looked up the word virtuous. Virtuous by definition means having or showing high moral standards, having or showing high moral standards. And so as I pondered and sat upon that definition, I have always very much so have called myself a virtuous woman of God. I said, I am a virtuous woman full of virtue and so what does that mean to you what does that mean to me what does Miriam Webster's dictionary say that it means it says for you to have or show a high moral standard and so as I have readied and as you may be preparing and readying yourself for the man of God that he is released into your life what does that look like for you what does your journey look like does it look like disconnecting from people or things in the past does it look like new divine connections coming into your life through friendship through relationship what does that look like for you as you begin to see who you are in him you will see some things change in your life your friendships will change your relationships will change whether it be romantically personally and professionally because there's a certain standard that you will carry as a woman of God, right? You will begin to look at how you're dressing, how how modestly, how you speak, how the Lord is changing and transforming and renewing your mind. And some of those things that you did before, you won't do as you begin to walk out the journey into sanctification and purification and walking a life that's full of purity and holiness. Glory be to God. So I look at another definition and as I began to go through the definition of virtuous and there was another it said archaic which I thought was interesting I'm like why does it say archaic but there was a second definition under the one that I just read to you and I'm going to read it right now it said chaste c-h-a-s-t-e chaste c-h-a-s-t-e and it says abstaining from extramarital or from all sexual intercourse. Woo, sis, I was like, 
All this time I have called myself a virtuous woman. I was actually telling myself a lie at one point of time until I came into agreement with the will and the word of the father through deliverance, through healing and through abstinence. And so I am now living an abstinent life, preparing and waiting for the man of God that he will release to me in marriage. This would be a good time to not beat yourself up if you're still in a place where this may be a struggle for you. You may need deliverance in this area. You may need prayer. You may need to fast in order to separate from that sexual immorality and sin. But we don't live in condemnation. If this convicts you, take it to the Father. Take it to the feet of the Father and help him and ask him for his help, rather. <laughs> he doesn't need your help. We need his help. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to mess that up, but ask for his help in preparing you for the journey ahead of you that you will need to disconnect and reconnect and basically prepare yourself, your body, your temple, your mind, your soul, your emotions to receive the will of God for your life and to disconnect from relationships past that may be placeholders in your life or friendships that may have any emotional soul tie say I'm not having sex with him so I don't need it's okay for me to have these conversations or do this or do that God may be calling you into a different space in this season so discern filter through your relationships take them to the father and ask him what would you have me to do with this person with this situation with this entity or organization whatever it may be but chaste means to abstain from extramarital affairs from premarital sex from all sexual intercourse that means masturbation that means pornography that means all of that and so it would make sense i know some of you have heard of chastity belts right chastity belts where back in the day they were used and to keep and keep women in a virgin-like state. It was a belt that was used to prevent them from having sex. They weren't supposed to loosen it until they they met their spouse and got married. There were chastity belts. But we don't have chastity belts now in the natural. But in the spirit, we should all have a chastity belt on. Whether this is beyond you're, you're a virgin or not a virgin, you can recommit. And you can make a decision today to abstain, to be delivered and set free from sexual sin and sexual perversion, lust. All of these things that lead you down a path of distraction and detours. And so again, take these matters to the Father. If this is an area of your life that you still may be concerned about, take it to him. He will help you. I was delivered and set free from sexual immorality, from sexual lust and perversion, and I am now abstinent, very much abstinent, abstinent, no masturbation, no pornography, nothing at all. I will not rape the Holy Spirit, for he is indwelling and lives within me, and it is my duty and obligation, not just as a virtuous woman, but it pleases God to to give my body 
to him, to the Holy Spirit, until the Lord releases my kingdom spouse to me. And so it is very much worth, very much worth abstaining and waiting as the virtuous wife and waiting that I am and that you are as well. I want to encourage you that you are not to participate in sexual activities. And so it may seem or appear impossible, but it is not. You can do all things. Philippians 4.13 through Christ Jesus, which strengthens you. You can do it. Don't try to do it in your own might. Don't try to do it in your own strength. Don't do it. Okay. You must partner with the Holy Spirit to achieve the things that we need because our flesh is weak, but our spirits are willing. And so through continuous fasting and prayer, meditating on the word of God, you can come into agreement with the will of God as you prepare as the virtuous wife in waiting that you are. Now, I looked at chaste as I pulled up the definition of chaste, C-H-A-S-T-E, if you are interested in looking for yourself. It also said not having any sexual nature or intention, not having any sexual nature or intention. That's where the pornography, the masturbation, some people say, well, I'm not having sex or I'm not actually having intercourse. I have a partner or someone and we maybe play around or pet or things like that, but we're not having intercourse, so it must be okay. No, 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 it is not okay. It is not okay, for this also says not having any sexual nature or intention, okay? So watch those boundaries. Make a curfew. If you are dating, I am not dating. I'm, I'm waiting on my spouse. I'm not currently dating. However, if you are one that is maybe found a potential partner that could be your future spouse, then in this time, make sure you're setting boundaries. Make sure you're setting curfews. You're not, you're not, you know, you're being careful with physical touch and you're being careful with late night interactions. Maybe again, like I said, setting a curfew date and time in the evening when you are on a date or you are preparing to, to hang or get to know your potential suitor, right? As you are preparing in this time, make sure you're setting boundaries and limits and make sure you are staying true to the virtuous woman and standard as a high moral standard, right? With high moral standard. I also want to give another explanation and virtuous and in chaste. And the last one says, without unnecessary ornamentation, simple or restrained. Now I was looking at this definition because I'm like, yeah, your girl, she ain't simple. She ain't simple by no means. I could be a little extra if you really want to know the truth. <laughs> I could be a little extra, but not always. Extra with balance. I think I'm a little bit of both. I can be what they would call an ambivert, a little bit of an introvert, a little bit of an extrovert, but restrained most definitely. Restrained and unnecessary ornamentation. Yeah, I like some of the extra, but it ain't required for me. I am very simple most times, most days. Hey, Freedom Fighters, it's Tina, your host 
from Flawed and Free Podcast. Are you experiencing spiritual attacks in your dreams? Do you have questions about spiritual warfare and deliverance? Or are you just seeking Holy Spirit-led advice and wise counsel? I have great news for you. We are now offering one-to-one consultations to set you on the right path to purpose. Why struggle alone in your own thoughts when we together are a part of the body of Christ? Therefore, we must help one another. So as one of his servants, it would be a pleasure to support you on your journey from your now to your next. Go today, do not delay, and book your consultation with me. You can go to theflawedandfree.com or I will put the link in the episode description of this podcast and you can go there and book your session with me. God bless. I do more for you guys than I even do day to day because I keep things pretty simple in my life. Now, Proverbs, the book of Proverbs has a lot to say about women and speaks to the characteristics of women. And so as you are asking yourself the homework question I gave you about what beauty means to you, what is the beauty as it is defined in your mind, I want you to remember as you're reading through Proverbs or even through Proverbs 31, that I want you to think about the characteristics of the Proverbs 31 woman and what that looks like it biblically what does that look like and so beauty is beyond the skin right beauty is beyond your external sense of vanity and how you look it is beyond that it's more of the characteristics of God the man of God that will be graced and called to you will be attracted to your spirit now, I believe that God does want us to be physically attracted. I'm like, Lord Jesus. Now, I don't have a checklist. Now, there's some things I kind of like, I kind of prefer, and I've given those things to God, but they are not absolutes. Majority of my list that I've given to the Father are really internal. They're really characteristics of the man of God that I'm desiring to be in him as I am waiting to be found by him. And so a lot of the things that I've desired in in the man that he's called me, I know those characteristics. And I believe that to be the same for the men of God that are seeking and searching for that virtuous wife that they can call their own, that they can actually come into agreement and say, she is it. This is my wife. So it will be more than just how you look. It'll be more than that it'll be more (laughs) than just the vanity of how you look now men are 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 visuals right even we're visual so let's just keep it 100 let's keep it all the way real right their aesthetics they are important but are they a priority no because beauty goes beyond the skin beauty goes beyond the skin so proverbs 31 let's talk about the characteristics of a virtuous wife let's talk about that so i have a list here that i want to go over with you some of these may resonate and you can check it off in 
your spirit and some you may have to take to the Lord in prayer. But I'm ready now to dive into the characteristics of a virtuous wife. So one of the first is strong. Women of God, we are strong. We're not just docile. We're not just like little, little sad little lambs in the field. We are very strong. So it's okay to be a strong, powerful woman of God. But as we are strong, we are also submissive. We are submissive, wise. One of the characteristics of a Proverbs 31 woman is she is a wise woman. She knows when to speak, when not to speak. She knows how to uplift her man, the man of God that she's called to, her children, her household in general. She knows how and when to restrain her mouth and how to speak to her husband, how to cover her husband in prayer when it ain't time to speak, right? And this is a characteristic of a virtuous wife, a woman and a wife in waiting. She is an exhorter, an exhorter. She's an uplifter, an encourager. She is patient, very patient, 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 patient. Patience is also one of the fruit of the spirit. And so it is important for the virtuous woman of God to be patient. Glory be to God. She is skilled, skilled very much. So a lot of you have businesses. A lot of you have prayer mantles and calls on your life and, and, and entrepreneurs and are called into ministry, called into the marketplace. But the Proverbs 31 can be a housewife. Or it can be domesticated, but that is not our only role. We also have a role of being skilled, of being very smart and very productive in and outside of the household. So that leads me into the next one I just said, productive. She is productive and powerful. She is a hard worker. Read Proverbs 31. She balances her life, her work, her skill, her trade, and she was able to balance her household all at the same time. That's a true Proverbs 31 woman. She is a manager. Hey, she has properly learned how to manage her life her mind, the things of the house, the things outside of the house. And so she has been placed in position as a manager. She is also dignified. She is dignified, poised, and very purposeful in Jesus' name. And the virtuous woman of God is an achiever. She is an achiever. She's ambitious. She is an achiever. And she has the fear of the Lord, the fear of God. There is a reverent fear. There is a reverence for God outside of her home, outside of her children, outside of her husband. She is fearful of God, fearful of the Lord, not in a demonic way, but in a place of reverence and love. And so the Proverbs 31 woman, the virtuous woman of God, the wife in waiting, she is reverent, full of reverence. And she also holds a high level of respect for everyone. More specifically, God, right? But herself, 
She has respect for herself. She has respect for those that work for her, that work with her, that work alongside of her. This is the Proverbs 31 woman. And she respects her man. She respects her husband, a husband, or whatever you want to call him, the man of God that she is called to serve as a helpmeet. She is full of respect. And she also has respect for the call on his life, not just the call on her life and those that she's assigned and called to within the home and outside of the home, but she has respect for her spouse and for his call, whether it's in ministry, outside of ministry, as the head of household, as the leader of the home. She has respect for that man of God. So I am excited for all of you. I've given a nice list of things that are characteristics and attributes that are very important for the woman in waiting, the wife in waiting, the virtuous wife and that is called by God. She also, let me not forget, I almost forgot. How could I forget? She has a concern for the poor. She has a concern for the poor. So not just those that are at her position, not even those that work with her, that are assigned to her and called to work as and serve her and the ministry. She is a servant as well. She is a servant and she is concerned for the poor. She's a good, good steward. As a manager, right? As I just described to you, she's a manager. She's a good steward over her money, over people and possessions. She is a good steward. Glory be to God. So let's not forget all of these things. I know it's an exhaustive list, but you may see yourself and a lot of these characteristics and attributes already, right? You may be able to check off every single one. And there may be a few that you have to take to the Lord himself in prayer. And that's okay. That's why you are in this place, in this season, so that you can take those things to God and prepare and ready yourself for the man of God you are called to. Now the book of Proverbs never described, if you notice, I did not describe any outward external attributes of beauty, right? Not, not like she has big breast or a, a snatch waist or any of that. None of that was listed on the list. Sorry, y'all. I know a lot of us always looking at ourselves and sometimes we put our bodies down, we put ourselves down about certain things in our life that we perceive to be beautiful but how do we see ourselves how do we see ourselves in Christ do we have a poor self-image do we need to work on our self-image these are all things I've had to do in this season and truth be told she's still working on them She's still, though I am very much healed and whole in a lot of areas, I have my moments where the devil whispers in my mind like, oh, that's not this and this is not that. And I have to look at myself the way that God sees me. But most of all, I want you to understand and get from today's podcast that it is the character of the women, of the woman. It is the character. That is what the man of God will be attracted to and vice versa. That that is what you will be attracted to. And so in a world that's full of BBLs and slimming tees and IG models, 
right? <laughs> do you have the character of a virtuous wife? That is your focus. Do you have the characteristics and qualities of a virtuous wife outside of the surface, which is the beauty that we discussed. So Proverbs 3130, I want to give you another scripture. Proverbs 3130 says that charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Oh, listen, that word was not only for me. I believe it was for you too. declare that word over your life for those that are struggling with self image with beauty or how they see themselves in Christ or how does God see me? Because the man of God you're called to, he's going to love you like God loves the church in Jesus name. And so those characteristics and qualities will not be based upon the external building. This flesh will die off it'll die away but what do you have outside of the flesh for the man of God that you are called to and the woman of God that you are called to the woman that you were called to to be for the man Lord Jesus you these things go beyond the surface they go beyond it's the substance the core of who you are when you see yourself in the mirror what do you see when you take the makeup off when you take the hair off when you take the lashes off what is left what what is there when you strip yourself down? What do you have? Your beauty should be not only external, but internal. And it exudes from the inside outward in Jesus name. Beauty, you have a glow upon you and you will see the move of God in your life. You will see the will of the father in you. And the more you begin to see Christ's love and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit coming out of you you will see yourself more and more beautiful by the day and that light is what the man of God will be attracted to it is that light it is the light of the Lord glory be to God and people will just walk past you like you are just glowing and you won't have a lick of makeup on you won't have not nary lash on but the people will look at you and be like wow she is glowing she is glowing like a whole glow bug the little lightning bugs or whatever they used to call them we used to want to catch them back in the day we were attracted to them and we wanted to keep them we wanted to keep them forever. We was putting them in jars so that we could admire them. <laughs> they would die, right? But we, would, we were attracted to lightning. You'll be like a lightning bug, literally attracting the eyes of the man that you are called to. And our last scripture for today, I want to read out of Ruth 3.11. Ruth 3.11. We remember the story of Ruth and Boaz. And Ruth was found by Boaz in her field working. She was a wife in waiting, but she was working in the field. Sis, stay to your task. Continue to do what God has assigned and called you to do until it is your time. You will be found in your field at the appointed time and season. Stay true to the Lord. Continue to be reverent and wait upon the Lord as the Lord is releasing and readying your husband. But Ruth 3.11 says, and now my daughter, do not fear. 
I will do for you all that you request. For all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. You ain't got to get out here and set it out for the saints. You don't have to get on social media and say who you are. He will know who you are because everyone will know who you are based upon how you carry yourself, based upon the characteristics and qualities and attributes that you carry. People will know. You won't have to tell anyone. All you have to do is be exactly who you were called to be in this season and every season to come as you go from glory to glory, as God begins to refine you, to purify you and prepare you for the promises of God that he's already released to you because you are a virtuous wife in waiting. Yes, that is who you are for the word of God says, do not fear. So if you are finding yourselves getting weary in the wait, if you are finding yourself getting concerned about the promises of God coming to pass will it come I've been waiting and waiting and waiting will I ever see my Boaz will I ever be found in this field be rest assured be encouraged my sisters be encouraged daughters of Zion that it is so and so it shall be as you're preparing and waiting as the virtuous wife that you are called to be go back and read Proverbs 31. Make sure you're following the homework assignment that I have given you. And today is the day to take hold of the divine revelation and the promises of God in your life in Jesus name. Thank you for coming and listening to Flawed and Free. This is where you are free to be me, flawed and free. Glory be to God. I love you. Love you. Till next time. Bye. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed and